Okay, so we introduce the next and possibly one of the last topics in the Kasha's Tintim HaNefesh Sugya, which Baruch Hashem took us only five months, and there's more to say about contemporary Kasha's, but we can't do everything at once. So I figured we'd end off, as I said last night, with a nice clean sugya of soap, and many of you were wondering what in the world could be wrong with soap. So first thing you have to keep in mind is that soap traditionally, it's a very old product, been around since we've had dirt, probably. And it's been traditionally made of fat. Tallow is animal fat. And quite often, it's still made of that. I'll never forget, I was mentioning to somebody, this conversation was, I don't know, over 20 years ago, I was in Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael has soap with a heksher that's not, I'll say this carefully, nothing wrong with rokich, rokeach, whatever you want to call it. But whenever you talk about kosher soap, people get very nervous. I don't know, I looked at that thing on Pesach, and it's very abrasive. They've come a long way. That was soap for Pesach, and it was a good product. He was, Mr. Rokich was cutting edge then. Uh, they actually have an Yisrael regular bars of soap, and they have various achshams. So one guy told me, he says, I don't trust that achshar. I said, I assure you for soap, it's very, very fine. Don't worry about it. How uh, so, <laughs> do you want to be? It's already a chumar, as we will discuss over the next couple of nights. Uh, but they have uh, various soaps on the Hersher in Eretz I haven't seen them here, although they're selling here, but they're the Israeli soaps. I haven't seen any manufacturer make it over here because the demand is not that great, and we will be asked why the demand is not that great, because it's really a bit of a chumra, and we'll discuss what the tzad is, what the tzad isn't. Yes? Yeah, so remind me, first we're going to discuss the showering bar soap and liquid soap on Shabbos, the stuff you use on your hands and body. Remind me, though, I do want to touch upon, there's an assumption that the dishwashing soap, and has many of them have an OU, because going on my dishes, I'm just touching the food. That's also a humor, maybe even a bigger humor. And the reason I say that, I'll give you the sound bite now, we'll see very soon in the sugya. The tzad lahachmer by soap, soap is, the bar soap is made with tallow quite often, and that's trait. But you're not eating it. And I think a number of you mentioned uh, yesterday and the day before already that what happens if their mother gave them some when they were little, and they said something that wasn't too nice. Says you're the only guy laughing. Interestingly enough, is you have to be over thirty. You are over thirty, right? Okay. So you have to be over thirty to even understand. The young people in the room are looking at like, what in the world? Why, Tzvi, you're also laughing. You're also over thirty. I can I can identify all the. Uh, so if you say a word that's not proper, kedasa gadin and yishashtub, so that's what you get. So somebody was assuming that it's not a kashrus issue even to put it in the mouth. Um, the assumption was a good assumption for a few different reasons, which we're going to discuss, but normally the kid would gag. Today, the parent would be arrested. Uh, but that's just a sign of the times. Uh, but uh, it, it didn't taste like much. I'm not saying, saying, confirming or denying I ever tasted it, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it probably tastes pretty, uh, pretty horrible, in theory, of course, and uh, there's a reason for it. And that's going to be part of that term. But dishwashing soap doesn't go into your mouth and doesn't take to play very long and is not smeared into your skin. At the beginning of this sugya, most of the sugya, is going to be the Sikha Kishtiya sugya, where 
the Gemara does say Sicha Kishtiya. We're going to find out three way Machlik Zishainim. What's the get of Sicha Kishtiya? Sicha Kishtiya. It's like you're drinking it. Lachar Shinida Hechsha. You're shaving it into your body. Where do we apply Sicha Kishtiya? That's going to be the first part of our sugya. So do remind me, we should get back to the dishwashing. Dishwashing soap, again, has an advantage. You're not putting it into your mouth. You're not smearing it on your hands, even though sometimes people wash their hands with it. It's going onto the plate. The disadvantage is going onto the plate, and that's going to be touching food. The advantage on the other side will be that they don't have to often put tallow in those things. It's made of different ingredients. So the soap we're discussing now, the traditional soap has tallow. So getting back to the conversation from 25 years ago, so... One conversation was he didn't like the hechsher on the soap. I told him it's already quite a chumrah. Um, I assume the hechsher is telling you that there's uh, no tallow. Maybe the hechsher is just telling you what the OU is telling you often is that it's kosher and they're not commenting on what's inside and why is the company putting it on market share. Uh, the OU, a lot of times things don't need a hechsher. The turchin doesn't need a hechsher to to any shita. It's toxic. And sometimes we'll have an OU because they want market share and they think it'll sell more and maybe they're right. So it's not a kasha or a raya that it might have an OU on it. The second conversation I remember was maybe with the same fellow. He told me that in the States he didn't see them with the heksher, and as he saw he was struggling with the heksher it had, which I, was not necessary. And he told me that when he visits the States, he's an Israeli-American, he's very uh, makbed on it uh, as a chumrah perhaps, and he only buys ivory. So I had to hold back my laughter because ivory is the worst soap. That's the soap you certainly, if you want to be machmer in this sugya, that's the last soap you want to buy. Because ivory's whole claim to fame is that it's 99.44 out of 100, with a slash over it, uh, percent. And the only thing they didn't tell you is 99.44 percent what? So the bad news is not to be followed by any good news is that it's pure soap, which means it's tallow. The other stuff, the more perfumed the soap is, the more it's pogum, and the less tallow they have, and more chemicals they have, and it's going to be more mutter. So ivory, if you want to be machmer in the sugya, is the last soap you want to go near. And people don't realize about the sugya. You're going to be well, well versed in it in a couple of days because they just figured it's probably some impurity, so I'll get the purest soap. But pure fat is what they mean. A lot of tallow in there. Yes? It's only for non-kosher animals. You asked last night. There is no company, so we're not Procter & Gamble, that would ever pay one penny more than they have to for any kosher animal. Why would they go to a kosher shlachtas to buy kosher tallow? Or a kosher wouldn't even be a... Kosher meaning shechted. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah. Uh, then you could talk about if we were animal, like possible b'chalom shlachtas. You're not going to have... We'll discuss the sikha b'shtil. There's no b'chalom what? Well, in the Torah, it gives them a, a, a it, hatter. It's mutter. It's mutter. It's, 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 it's mutter. Well, we have to discuss Sicha Gestia. Chelev has a very versatile product. It can be used to grease your engine. can be used for... It's mutter by no. That's all the Gemara is saying. The Gemara didn't discuss Sicha Gestia over there. We're going to discuss it right now. It's only one Gemara, but there's three tastes in there. Two tastes in there. Does it have to be? Yeah. What was that? It's always from a cow, or it's it's a, it's an animal... It's an animal derivative, and the source is always going to be non-kosher because I don't even know if anybody yet went into the business. Maybe Although I don't think it's going to sell too much at the end of this year because I'm going to tell you it's not necessary. What? It doesn't make a difference. It's all going to be, if, if you can't eat it, then is going to be a discussion. We'll see what the issue is.
But there's no, there's no kosher uh, towels being made with the soap that I know of, unless you have that one with the Hashem Yisrael. I never investigated whether the Hashem was telling you it's not tallow, or they're telling you it's maskana v'sugi. Is that smut, in which case, it's not really adding too much to your average uh, safeguard, palm olive, uh, iris spring, or whatever. Um, is safeguard, by the way, uh, on the market still? Is that a soap? Any brand of soap? It used to, it used to exist. Anybody remember? I, Sound I familiar? Right guard, man. No, right guard's a deodorant. The Seiko was, used to be a soap. It's Irish a Dino Gert. Irish Spring is not like it? Okay. So, um, Irish Spring, for all the uh, Irish people over here, is the more perfumed it is, the better you're going to be off, because even if Sicha Gestia applies all year round, it's going to be very pogum, which is. So, first, let's discuss Sicha Gestia. What? Yeah, they're all, per, except for Ivory. And I think even Ivory now is putting out other stuff because uh, the old stuff doesn't sell unless you live in a colonial house and you live in the 1800s. It's very and, good uh, for ivy. It's very good for poison ivy. That's not going to make a big seller unless you happen to step <laughs> into poison ivy. Yeah? You're talking about perfume soap? Perfume soap is not worse than wearing deodorant. Um, deodorant that has a good scent, it's going to be perfumed somewhat. If you could smell the deodorant uh, down the block or on the other side of the base medrash, depending how large the base medrash is, then your discussion of the Lasulbush, of how into Gashmias and things like that we want to be. But that's not usually the problem. Uh, so it's, um, it's, somebody asked me, this past Shabbos is a mutter to use deodorant on Shabbos. It's a shayla, because it goes, it's in a liquid form in the bottle, and you're spraying it. So Shaila of Zaira, which were Makalon, the Shaila of changing the forms, so the Shaila by whipped cream. Whipped cream is a little worse because whipped cream is actually coming into a form that at least this goes straight into the body and it sort of disappears, goes on as a liquid. The whipped cream actually keeps its form for 5, 10, 15 minutes. The general minute is the Makalon. Something deodorant and on the whipped cream, also pretty much Shaila, the squiggly thing is a design. So, um, so he asked me, is there any room to be machmer? I said, the Meram Lachavero department is probably a better room to, more room to be makel. Uh, the minig is, we, uh, you know, that's not considered noyla, but that was a shayla. It's not a ridiculous shayla. And we're going to, know well, that's why I told him. I said, this is a much bigger firm than that is. A, uh, so the noyla will play a role once when the soap's so good. We will, I hope to get to the Shabbos issue with the soft soap, liquid soap, which is very practical on the possible shaylas and memoreach and noilah, so I hope to get to that over the next few days as well. So, without further ado, let's see the first ma'amakam. You have a Gemara and Yuma on Ayin Vav, Amin Beis. I think I put the ma'amakam in something you could check. I think I put them in a few days ago. So, um, if you're not there, let me know. Minayin, the uh, Gemara is three quarters of the way down. Minayin, l'sicha shehi kishtiya b'yameki perm. So everybody's maskim is a fair shagamara. Sicha is Kishtiya. Sicha is one of the five Inuyim. It's a derisa uh, So that's going to be a critical question over here. Taisis will assume, as we'll see soon, that it's Durabonim. And that only Achil Ashtiya is derisa with Achil Karis. Others say that the Achil Ashtiya has Achil Karis. The other ones are not necessarily Durabonim. But it doesn't make a difference for our Sugiya right now because if it's also Durabonim, it's still going to be a problem. And here the Gemara makes a general statement, Sicha Kishtiya. It says the Yom Kippurim is one of the Yuma. The debate will be is it limited to Yom Kippurim or is it a Shaila of using Trefa soap? So this is a bit of a remez that it's a Dindar Abanan. So 
also known as the Lashon Al Pishen Rai Ladavar Zech Ladavar Shanemar and it quotes a pasuk at Tehillim. Pasuk here is talking about a Russia who is going to get punished. He's going to get a klala. He uses a very graphic Lashon. David Melech wanted to make it very clear what we hope they do tshuva, but if they don't, Yobush klala kemadai. He'll wear klala. The curse will be on him, like his clothing. But tavo kamayim bikirboi, and it will go into his body like water. Ukeshemem beatzmosav. So there's a hekesh here, water being absorbed into the body, like shemen being absorbed into the body. And the Gemara picks up on that comparison, and that's the Gemara says it's a. Uh, it's not a rye brewer, it's a pasuk at the hillam, a different shotgun, but it is a zechel adover. That sicha is kishtiya, just like water goes to the system. It can either go when you put water on the body, it can be soaked in, or you, like you drink it. The Gemara here is saying sicha is kishtiya, at least on a drawbottom level. Again, the Gemara here is talking about Yom Kippur. Now the question is is there any other application? Take a look at page two, and you'll see tasis over here on this sugya. Go to the middle of Tesis, to the first bracket, it starts, Perish Abayin Otam. Perish Abayin Otam, Dechol, Inuyim, Diyam, Bikipurim, Lesna, Elam, Abanon, except for a real Achila and Shtia. Kroy, Asmachta, Ba'alma. The bar, Achila, Shtia, which is an Asakaris. Tamala, Kaman, his Raya. Mar says later on, Emayamaluchluch, Betit, Betzaya, Reches, Kedarka, Veinachesh. Remember, very interesting uh, ironic, not a coincidence, we started the sugya four months ago with the Gemara that talked about whether you're allowed to wash your hands to get off Ruach Tuma with the Negevasim. That was one of our earliest Gemaras. And the Gemara says you're allowed to wash on Yom Kippur when it's to get off dirt. And remember, Taisa over there said, what's this in spiritual dirt, physical dirt? And if you have to get off the Ruach Tuma before you touch the food because you don't want to compromise the food, you should be able to do so. If you remember that, Taisa. And you could wash off whatever is needed to be washed off. You cannot wash the tainug. The dividing line between tainug and washing dirt is hard for us <laughs> Americans to figure out because we Americans are mafunokim and we see dirt whenever we can't see it and whether we do see it or we don't see it and we feel it and we're always washing our hands. But if there's clear tit soya, he has sores that it needs to be washed and it needs to be anointed. So washing is going to be a, a schita issue. He can anoint himself. In times of yesteryear, they anointed themselves all the time, but often it was done for pleasure. Here it's being done for the therapeutic value and the Gemara says it's mutter. So Abel Tom says, you see from here that it must be only in this drabanon and they wave the drabanon b'makam chayli. And the chayli over here is the sicha for chatat and bereshay. And luchach petit, you see the rechitza is mutter when you're getting off dirt, you're not doing it for pleasure. Tesis continues, skip to the next bracket, five lines later. Mutter adam lasach bechaylev de la'ashkechan some people are reading Rishayim and Gemaras, they always get confused. When is a chalav, when is a chalav? It's uh, usually pretty easy to figure out from the context. Uh, sometimes there are nekudus in Rishayim and just to let you know what they're talking about, but sometimes they're talking about both at the same time in the same paragraph. So here it's obviously chalav, 
that gooey stuff they used to smear in themselves. Because you can't use it as something you want to anoint yourself with because that's about no. So you can't eat it and you can't have any anah. Truma is a special because that's a custom. We'll get to it soon. Yom Kippur is our Gemara. Otherwise, Taisa says, it's mutter to shmir it on yourself. Chaylev is an iser karis to eat. Eat, swallow, liquefy and swallow it by drinking it. Shmir it on your sandwiches, peanut butter, as they used to do, as they mentioned yesterday. It's an karis. Shuman is mutter, and in Europe they used to shmir it on their sandwiches for breakfast, lunch, and supper. And it was supposed to be very delicious and have a lot of nutrients. Uh, the artery issue and clogging, you know, that's, the doctors are still fighting it out. But as I always uh, try to remind people, they get very confused about Chelev and Shuman. Chelev is in Sakaris, the Rachmal Islam, Shuman is Mutulagamre, where allowed by doctors and most um, modern outlooks of medicine still don't love it too much, but that can be subject to change. Uh, the difference is found in three words, and three words are location, location, location. Same three words used in real estate, and it's you, you need a real Messiah, which is why we don't. This came up in Shia a couple weeks ago. We don't eat the hindquarters in this country because we have a wonderful secondary market. We sell it to the Ganyam, and it, we don't take a loss. We don't have to start trabering all the chaylev. There's a lot more chaylev there than there is in the part we eat. You still have to traber the part we eat, but a lot less, and the Gerarasha and all the other things that uh, are around there. So we just chop it off and send it away. Nate Israel, they don't do that if they can't afford it, and they trade a lot more. It's a very, very important job. Because the shaita, if it goes wrong, chas shalom is a lav, the rice of nevela. You miss a spot with the white gooey stuff, all the white gooey stuff looks the same. That's just the question of where it is. That's how, that's, that's a very important process. The people in charge of that really have to have their eyes open. That's because that's the big, biggest downside. What? And maybe we have tallow from kosher sources. Uh, yeah, the, you mean there's some shuman mixed in. Yeah, the guy don't make a chilip in the shuman, so some of it's kosher. No, we, we oh, just chop up the hindquarters. We don't want to deal with taking out the chaylev, separating the chaylev and leaving the shuman. I was saying, like, before we said that, that there wouldn't be any reason to use any, 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 anything sourced from kosher meat because it would be too expensive. There would, yeah. But I'm saying, but if we're, as far as anything... No, it's still going to be too expensive. It would be ten times the price. Because you'd have to get somebody to get a heksher on it to separate it and put that in a different bin and tell you that's the shuman. No one's doing that. It's going to be, you, you have to be pointing out that might, there's some Schumann mixed in with the Chaylev. Okay. But that wouldn't make it kosher. Just as the Chaylev. It, it's, it's all over, both of them are all over the body. Uh, so the Chaylev can't be used for the, for the soap? Well, that's what we're discussing. If you hold Sikha Gishtiya, then it's going to be a problem. Tesis just said it's not a problem. Is that Michael meant that there, are some, there is some Chaylev Shkuta on the market because we're selling the back quarter, back, 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 you know, back half of it's the... It's not going to help. It's still chaylev. Chaylev shkut is in the Yeah, 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 but... but it's still in the cigars. No, it doesn't, doesn't help at all. There's not the, the any sakhal list. If there's not. is a problem, it's still If it's chaylev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's not going to help. no, but it's still chaylev. Yeah, yeah. So they're not, they're not, and they're, they're not segregating it, so... I, I don't believe uh, there might be some on the market uh, because you want to fry your French fries and... And kosher shuman, uh, but that will come from a butcher. But uh, no one's making soap at home, and it, it's not practical for the industry. Procter and Gamble is not going to make it. But Taisus holds there is no sikhishtia, and Taisus just said that. Muta adam also bechelav dalashchan. This is sikhishtia elav yamikipram truma bisuri hanas. Taisus just said the fairish. 
There's no Isser Sicha Kishtiya the rest of the year in terms of contemporary kashras. There's only an Isser when it comes to Yom Kippur, Truma, and uh, other Isser Yonah. Skip down to the next bracket. Which we'll see in the next Gemara. It's part of the five inuim. Is the acid that I want you anointing yourself. And the nafkamina even on Yom Kippur. If a person wants to smear themselves with something that is liquidy enough, I'm adding that in because otherwise you have a Shabbos slash Yom Kippur problem. We don't take Vaseline and smear ourselves because Memareach. That's a Shabbos issue. That's the Yom Kippur issue. But here we're talking about the Yom Kippur issue, not in terms of that it's also Shabbos, in terms of Shmiri, of Sicha, is one of the five Inuyim. And the Yom Kippur Isser is that you can't use it. It's Mutter if you need it for Rafu, as we saw. Kippur Asim Isham Tainag. The only Isser is when you're doing it for Tainag, which we don't do today, generally. But they used to smear themselves all the time with the equivalent of Johnson's baby oil. Why? I have no idea. We're not used to it, but that used to be a way of life, and the, uh, it was Hanal, like taking a shower, which they did not do much of. Maybe one answers the other. That's where that the Shmir more, they had sores, whatever it was, but it used to be Hanal. We don't have it today. Or if your hands are dirty and you have no water and you want to use a cloth of the most, so the rule is, So it's Mutter the rest of the year, even though it's made of Chelev, which is not kosher. And it's even Matanya Kippur if you're doing it for, to get rid of the dirt or for a fool or the like. It's only Osir when it's done for Tainik. So Shita's thesis here is very clear. There's no issue of soap. We couldn't care less what it's made out of. You can make it out of tallow. You can use ivory soap. It's perfectly fine. And we don't care that it's made from tallow. That's Shita's thesis. Go to page three. And we'll see the Gemara thesis just quoted. Two thirds of the way down. The iser to eat truma when you tame, and the iser to shmir it in. It's not yom kippur sugya, but that's why it's another exception. Tesis holds. We have a special pasuk by truma. Maybe drabban, maybe not smachta. So the gemara says shaisa. Uh, we don't need a pasuk for for drinking it. That's regular eating. That you certainly can't eat betuma. Take a look at Rashi. The rabbis sasach. Rashi's left a little bit up. The rabbis sasach. The flal. Bikachim layechom ad asher yitah. You got to be tar if you're tamei. There's a separate iser. So the gemara says I don't need a pasuk to tell you shtiya. That's bchalal achila. Next Rashi. The siv achal tamaisa the gancha sirish chamru sirish is wine v'kari leachila. Pusik says you should eat it, and in the list of things you're eating is wine. Obviously, shtiya is bechlal, achila, achila bechlal shtiya, and it's the same category. So we don't need the pusik for that. Back to the Gemara. Lamadi kra shtiya bechlal achila, ela l'rabas es hasach kishaisa. So here we have the second example of sicha kishtiya by truma, and the iser to shmear it in, to take truma oil and shmear it into your body when you're tummy. Uh, that's one drasha. Similarly, in Asmach, the Iba, Isaim, and Me'acha, Tava, Ma'in, Kibikirba, Ikshem, and Batsmaisa, the Pasuk we quoted in Yuma. So we have two Pesukim for this Asmachta, and Rashi tells us the context, but Klala, Gabi, Rasha, Koi. Take a look at Tesis over here toward the bottom. Kishemen, Be'atsmaisa, Vim, Taimar. Mikara, Maisi, Minatar, Vahada, Maisi, Asmachta. So Tesis starts off thinking the first Pasuk, it's Pasuk in Chubish, sounds like a Dindarais and not the Shmir, Trumoil. And then it says, if you don't like that, Raya brings a Pasuk to Tehillim. 
which is best can only be asmachlav is the pasuk at the helam and divrei tarim and divrei kabbalah lo yalfinon. Perak Rabbi Kiva taught the sikh be able to confirm all savagav shem ra'ala davas echal davas shenem ra'ala tava ma'in b'kibay. Ram Rabbi Elatam. The answer is the krod lo yechala nami asmachlav. Both sukam here a drabanon. The yisur shmir truma oil into your skin when your tummy is only drabanon. Perak and the srafa the shimane the table of misa perak kamazvacha midrash josh achrisi. The Pasuk is used for something else. So then the Raisa, this is just an Asmachta. The Raisa, lo havi sach kishaisa. It's a Dindra Abana, which only applies to Truma and to Yom Kippur. V'chein Yom Kippur. V'teida, de'en chayv and karis, elo eichel v'shaisa b'vad. Yom Kippur are the only two things that v'chayv karis are achil and shtia. V'armina nami perik basra diyuma, mishyesh l'chotat embrosh. And it brings the right, same raya. If you need to address a sore on a head, you have to do sicha. Or you need to address uh, lichloch on the body, and you need to do rechitza. You're allowed to do it. It's not tiny. Sach kedarke ben cheshish va'edam rabbeinu tam dafka sichas shemen. Now rabbeinu tam adds another kula that the only time they ask this in Yom Kippur and by truma is only sicha of shemen. This is going to help us for the soap for a second reason. Soap is not made out of oil, made out of tallow. Rabbeinu tam says it's only Yom Kippur and truma, and it's only sicha shemen. That's the talo, sharia. That's mutter, and he's coming off of the pasuk because the pasuk compares shemen to the drinking of the water. Perikol shah arminan amenia chelav shasharaniskel agabi makasa sharaniskel is also ba'ana. Romi chelav is mutter ba'ana. Potter of alaser. It's an iser to abana because it's not considered kedarkai. Mishum to also ba'ana because the sharaniskel starts off being also ba'ana. Mashma. And therefore, Tasis is not worried with the soap, the tallow, and it's not usher at all for two reasons now, according to Tasis. It's not shaman, and they never ask us if it's not Yom Kippur or Trumor or any other Yisrael. So, so far, we have no makar for having any issue with soap and needing any hasha whatsoever. So far. Take a look at the next Maramakam, and you'll see the Mordechai. So you see in the second column, the bottom paragraph, Sachen Mefarachasin La'adam. So we're talking about on Shabbos over here. This is the Mardachayim Shabbos. And you're allowed to take something <coughs> that, as Mara says, that's liquidy enough. You don't have to smear it in to break it down. You're smearing it in to go on your skin. And we're not talking about where you're putting so much on your hair that you're going to squeeze it out. That's mutter. So the equivalent of Johnson's baby oil. It's a very common child. People come and ask me on Shabbos, can they use um, chapstick? We had chapstick last week with the kashris issue, and we explained why it isn't pashtas, certainly they're not flavored. And it's a problem on Shabbos because, like Vaseline is, your has a thick consistency, and you're smearing it on. That's memareach, told a mamachik. And basically, they used to scrape the hive to make it smooth. It's a told anything you're smoothing out and breaking down. We're going to get discussed. Is that so partial that applies to bar soap or not? Uh, we assume it does. The question is why. So here the Gemara says, you're allowed to do shmearing. What are you shmearing with? The answer is not Vaseline, not chapstick, which is even thicker than Vaseline. It's oil. Johnson's baby oil should run. Now, how um, viscosity is the shear of how thick something is. Not teramicini, and they measure it in CPs. Um, various cashless agencies have done tests 
to figure out, just giving you the heads up when we talk about liquid soap, which we will get to, how liquidy is liquid and how thick can it be, which is going to be a big machlekes. Um, viscosity, um, Star K, I think, in their, their article, they said they tested it and they got a, uh, a fancy machine that measures viscosity. In preparation for the shear, I figured I'd bring in some samples and bring such a machine. Uh, the one that seemed to work retailed at $2,600, which is, um, so I'm not asking for a sponsor. We're not going to get one. Oh, there's an easier way to figure it out. That's when you need, they, their measurement was anything above 600 CPs, but there's an easier way to do it. I don't want to get into it now, but we'll discuss it. I'm just doing it to explain the Dibba over here. The Gemara says, you can smear yourself. Obviously, it's very liquidy. If you put it on the table, squeeze some out, and it doesn't start running, and if you really want to test and put the table a slight incline, water will start running. But if it's mamish flat, that won't even go too quickly. Let me put it on a slight incline. You see how quickly it's running. That's a measure of viscosity. And there are different levels within uh, liquid soap. Uh, there are going to be many parents going to say it's all mutter. Others say they're not convinced. Johnson's baby oil, I believe, I haven't seen it in many decades. Uh, still around? What do people use it for? Yeah. They're not smearing this oil. What do they use it for? For babies. That makes sense. Johnson babies oil. Just got to figure that out. Uh, no, what are they using for in babies? The, the scalp from the babies a lot of times. Uh, really? They yeah, still do that? Yeah. What happened to lotion we use for our hands? That's not good for babies? No. They want to use too perfumed. Too perfumed, okay. It's too, it's they don't have regular bland lotion, okay? So, yeah, baby, like a newborn, if a baby has no hair, then you have no sleep issue or very little hair. Um, then you put it in the head and you just rub it in. If, getting back to the kid who asked me about the chapsticks, I said, you can't use chapstick. He said, my lips are very chapped. By the way, if the lips are so chapped they're bleeding, you have a refu issue on Shabbos also. There are two different Shabbos. There's a mamareh and a refu issue. I told him, a bikula, it's not a bikula, but he didn't think it helped at all, but I can't make up halachas. Can only tell him what's mutter. I say, you can use baby oil and put it on your lips. So after he said, oh, he was a little kid. <laughs> uh, he was thinking of the but he was uh, seven, eight years old. I said, uh, did you ever use it before? He wasn't sure exactly what I was talking about. You think of oil in a frying plant didn't sound too appetizing. It's nothing. You go like this. I don't know if it works. Did anybody ever try it? Olive oil. Olive oil? Olive oil. Better than nothing. What? Sure. It helps? Okay. So why aren't people using it? It's got to be packaged and, and advertised as such. What? Some people are using it. So if it runs, it's mutter. So it's so chopped that it's bleeding. If it's chapped and it's hurting, you're doing it as a refu. If you're doing preventative that you do it seven days a week so you don't get chapped legs, then it's mutter. You just got to worry about the memoriah issue. If it's a liquid, it's olive oil. We should know this mechanica. Straight olive oil is, is pours out. They're shmear. Johnson baby oil is? No, no, no. In, in yeah, I'm saying. What's Johnson they... baby oil made out of? I don't no, want to ask. No. What? It's not straight uh, olive oil. Okay. If it's liquidy, it's okay. And if it's a straight liquid, you should be able to figure that out without a meter measuring viscosity. Uh, the stuff in between is going to be a bit of a discussion, but the Dibba here is assuming there's no memorech, and the question is, the reason we're getting to it now, is he's going to end up discussing what exactly were they shmearing with, and is it mutter to shmear with anything that's not kosher, which is our sugyam. Well, as far as the refusha, so, I mean, because it's olive oil and that's a food basing, it's not nicker. Mm, it's very nicker. I never saw anybody eat olive oil straight without salad, and so I'm, Never saw somebody smeared on the lips. There are easy ways to get into your mouth. You can open your mouth and put it in. 
why would you close your mouth and smear it in your lips? That's going to be too obvious. You got to think of something. Uh, so what about like the person who has a toothache? And the not fine. They drink schnapps. That very. That looks like he's drinking schnapps. He's swishing around. Not swishing around. Uh, some people swish around without a toothache. I've seen all sorts of things. So that's fine. But it can be obviously nicky if you're smearing it on your lips. Um, with that said, I would put some on tonight and tomorrow night. Are so you ready for Shabbos? And we'll uh, pick up on this tomorrow night.